So we are at Dan Bilzerian's house. We just walked in. Uh, Dan's apparently napping. Yeah, he's taking a nap. He's still knocked out. He's taking a nap. Taking a nap. We we just walked in the house. We didn't didn't see any chicks or anything, right? We saw a cat. I was expecting girls naked running around, bathing suits. Well, it's true. Yeah, you know? true. I thought the girls were going to be the maids here. Well, obviously, but like the hot chicks. So we're starting off the podcast. Let's let's cut the bullshit. Bob, you're back for this episode. We Came had back. a little bit of a, a behind-the-scenes type Nelk episode last week. Um, you kind of sat out, it, yeah. and we brought Gabe in. I think I had to. Thanks, everyone. I'm still getting reamed pretty good here in these comments. I thought that they would go away sooner or later, but this is you guys have pretty aggressive audience. I've never taken this kind of backlash before. I if mean, you guys I, don't know Gabe, he is our gay, horny Brazilian assistant. He's been working assistant. working for us since January, February. Um, great, great at his job. Hard worker. Cares a lot about the company. Uh, always there when you need him most. Uh, so we brought him on the podcast. People loved you. Thanks, you Kyle. killed it. Awesome. It yeah. was dope. I think like I think last week know. was it's pretty fun. We talk a lot. We show a lot. And like, mm-hmm. thanks so much for all the comments you guys are making the pod. Appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks, and thanks guys. Really, know, pre- really appreciate knows, it. Everybody knows that everybody loves, like, hates and loves Bob, kind of. But, like, at the end of the day, it's not kind of competition. We just want to, like, get together. Oh, it is a competition. It, it it's is, a fucking, like a, it's a competition, bro. It is, competition. but it's like a good Because there's only right? room oh. for four people. Yes. I mean, I was going to say. Three, I, there's three hosts. Yeah. And there's a guest. This is fucking too much. <laughs> this, this is, is too many lot, people. So I mean, look, I, if I have you to bug out this thing, this, listen. Is a, this is a lot of, po- this is a lot of microphones. There's a lot going on in this room, so. I do think that needs to. We got to fucking a lot of interrupts. I mean, I well, we'll see if we can settle this today. Well, once again, just so uh, we got we got Dan Bilzerian here, which is great. Dan moved around his schedule for us. Uh, you know, pushed Dan pretty hard to come in here. Moved him up so he didn't do some other interviews first. So we got Dan's first. What, interview. Do, what do you make of all the all the comments and stuff? Do you read them? Do you? No, I got Brett who always in my ear, like, man, you're getting rammed on Instagram, uh, YouTube, and everything. I'm like, all right, well, you should keep it. Listen, I'm a hardworking guy. I'm a hardworking. Do people guy. DM you about it? I get a lot, well, because it's on my end. So I get a lot of positives, and then I'll get people that'll tell me to fuck off, and then I'll just be like, all right. Sometimes like, do I'll people DM you hate too? Yeah, yeah, of course. Now they do. I mean, they didn't before I started fucking say? with you guys. I'm like, what am I doing here? Uh, you know, some people are <laughs> telling me, like, you know, jump off a bridge. Some people are saying, get, get off the podcast, you're reading the podcast, and, you know, you just, you just, you just ignore it, keep pouring in hard work. And uh, just keep keep continuing to try and secure the best guests on this podcast, which I, I think like I've Bob. which I think I've been able to do for quite 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 some time here. You know, we've had a good run of guests, and I think this show is. Uh, it's. I think I think you guys know my stance. I brought Bob on because I think he's one of the. In my opinion, there, there comes a point where, like, of course, we're about the fans all the time too, but I want to start doing shit that like I genuinely find funny too, and like we genuinely find funny. Obviously, yep. we want to please you guys too, but sometimes it's like. You got to just do shit that we find funny. That's why I wanted to bring you on because because I think you're funny as fuck. We but had, we I'll be had, honest. Listen, we had a very successful show in the past. I don't know what's happened with this one, but you know we're just gonna keep. We keep are grinding. men of the people though, so it does come a point where it's like, what are we gonna women. do? Listen, listen, if I, the fans hey, just keep I'm fucking not, roasting you. Hey, I'm a big boy. Yeah, I can handle you. it. So Appreciate like, it, if so you really feel it, then just keep it coming. I can handle it. You know, and if, if Gabe's the guy that beats me off the job, then Gabe's the guy that beats me off the job. I'm a competitive dog. I always have it my whole life. So I wish you the best of luck, Gabe, and welcome to the room. Big boy, what's good? How are you? The shorts get Holy shorter fuck, every fucking big. time I see you. <laughs> what's going on? Thanks for doing this, buddy. Yeah, no We worries, appreciate man. it. We appreciate you also bumping out all the comp- competition for a loyal friend. I know. I see you guys brought a whole army here. Right. We've been talking about doing this for a while. So we got Dan. We're at Dan's crib. Where were you, Dan? You are just in Asia? 
fuck. It's in uh, Italy. <laughs> then uh, I did Thailand for a month. You don't do a lot of uh, what I realized. You're kind of under the radar, undercover. You don't do a lot of shit. Yeah, not really. I've been like the last two years. I'm writing this goddamn book. So it's ignite pumpers right here. By the way. Thank you. Moves. By the way, thank you for this. Yeah, no I have a bad habit of smoking these things, and uh, I know David Bell, your partner, he sent me a bunch of these, but these are very good. Yeah, no, those are doing super well, especially in South America. You've been, you've been. He's been, he's been quiet for, like I said, two. You haven't done anything for two years, dude. That book took a lot out of me, man. It was like fucking full dive in. I didn't think it was going to be as tough as it was, but is the book out now? Yeah, it's not caption off What's that? I I read it by the way. I read the book. It's oh. very very good. I didn't know how fucking crazy your life is. And it literally yeah. is like the movie because you, you referenced in the book, you were like, you know, rounders. You were watching rounders in the background when you were doing all your shit. You lived yeah, in the college. movie rounders. So, sorry, is the book out now? Yes, yeah, so it started shipping last week. So, okay, like, cool. all the pre-orders should be out. So, yeah, man, pretty That's stoked. That's crazy. So, two years. Yeah. It took you to, like, write it? Yeah, it was a long road, dude. What it made was... you decide, like, you want to do, like, a book? Uh, So, I was training with David Goggins and... um. He told me about his, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, why not? I'll read the goddamn book, and I read it, and it was good, and it touched on a lot of the stuff that I had done, you know, like the SEAL training. He did, you know, actually probably as many or maybe more days of training than I did, and so I don't know. I just, like, I, I wrote it in 2016. Thank you. My God, I had Jesus it. Christ. the service ever stop for you here? <laughs> fucking people coming left and right. I got fucking the cats flying around. Got the UFC cup. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go on. Sorry to interrupt once again. My bad. Uh, <laughs> point deduction for Mentory. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, Never learn, right, Bob? Shut the fuck up, Gabe. Never. Yeah, so in 2016, I had a ghostwriter do it, and um, it just wasn't my voice. Like, it was too braggy, and... I realized, like, if I wanted to do it, I just had to write it myself. And um, then I, like I said, I read Goggins' book and kind of just motivated me to fucking do it. And I had the perfect storm with COVID. And I was kind of, like, a little over going crazy. I'd been, like, going super hard for, you know, a few years. And it was just, you know, right time. So, so you sat there by yourself, like, with a pen and paper and wrote every single word out? Yeah, dude. 57 days straight. I wrote 708 pages. Um, like, I think I took one day off during the 57 days. And I even went like 10 days out having sex. I mean, it was like a crazy thing. How it's, many days without sex? Uh, I did 10 days. Yeah, oh, but didn't you impressive. do that? That's not that impressive, though, because you did a year. You did a year bet. Didn't you have a prop wager? We'll get to your prop wage later. But do you have a bet of no sex for a year? Did you take that bet? N not me. No, a friend. I would have died. Like, oh, I don't, okay. yeah. So your friend, I, it was although your friend. I, I almost did that in the military, I guess. But then that was kind of before my sex addiction. So um, so you openly have a sex addiction? I mean, I had to have, dude. I was having sex like three to four times a day. But, okay, day. what is like a sex addiction? Because I feel like everyone has a fucking sex addiction. Well, I feel I like it's unachievable addiction. for a lot of people, so they have porn addictions, but it's That's just... That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to have like a full-blown sex addiction unless you're rich or famous or something because to get that kind of volume to where yeah. it's like really a problem... Um, like, I feel like everyone would have a sex addiction if you could fuck three girls a day. Well, I think it's also just like the amount of time you spend, like talking to the girls, text, like just, ah. you know, it's just a fucking life distraction. Like if you just had three girls show up at your house that you banged and then whatever, um, that'd probably be just like having fun. 
But when you like focus so much your life on it, you know? And I think when you're dating like 50 girls or whatever, it's just so, it's like so time consuming, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was, so what was that? Like when you were living in like the, I guess it was like the Bel Air house, was that like yeah. the prime of it or was it like a little before that? You know, honestly, I think like 2015 was probably the craziest. Um, because I was partying more. Like when I was doing the whole, you know, Bel Air Ignite thing, there was a crazy amount of girls around. I was fucking a lot, but I was also kind of like doing business. You know, I was like doing some other shit. Back in like 15, 16, it was bucket list time, man. It was like, <laughs> I'm spending money. I'm fucking, I'm partying. And there was no regard for like, you know, like, okay, this is a, you know, model that works at the company. It was like, you know, all the chicks that were there were just, you know, there to have fun and, it was a little bit of a different vibe and it was, um, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of like the first time I really got to experience like the rock star shit. So do you ever have girls like, you know, now you hang around them so much and it's such a dangerous time here. Do you ever have girls like try and like extort you or like any of that stuff? Well, I got cameras in all my bedrooms. So everything's recorded like video and audio. So luckily I've just had no real issues, but I, also I had a different situation, you know, like I, I created this environment where, the girls had to come to me and there was this competition. So I wasn't kind of like aggressively hitting on girls. I wasn't like, like if a girl, you know, didn't get wet, suck in my dick, it was like, whatever, you know, I like fucking, she's not into me and next girl, it wasn't, it was different. So I created this crazy environment. And I think one of the girls, uh, that Samantha girl in the book did mm -hmm. a good vignette on it. And it was kind of like the way she described was intermittent positive reinforcement. So there's all these girls and they're competing and it's like, occasionally they'll get the attention or they'll have sex or whatever. And that's kind of like their, you know, reward, like in gambling or whatever. And so, and they don't know when it's going to come and then they're, they're all competing for it. And so it was like this crazy situation where, um, I think, you know, I was kind of the prize, right? So I created this like fucked up nutty environment. And towards the end, it like drove me insane. It was like so fucking irritating. I remember one time I was on mushrooms and I felt like I was being pulled in so many different directions. And then on the boat, I took it to a whole different level. I rented this 300 foot yacht and I put 27 girls on there, most of which I had been dating. And it was like some of the most miserable I'd ever been. What do you mean so, dating? Yeah, when you say dating. Like hooking like, up with, you know. How many like girls have dated at once? Like, do you have multiple girlfriends or how they handle that? Um, it was probably 50, I'd say. It was probably 50, out, 50 girls at a time. I mean, not like seriously dating each other, but like that I'm hooking up with here and there. And, you know, and some girls, this is also a difference, I think, between me and some other people is like, I would keep a girl in rotation for like a year, two years, three years sometimes. But she knows, right? She oh, knows yeah. I mean, dude, on. I'm so open with my shit, you know? And that was another thing is like, I'm, I was so honest about it that they had to believe me right because like if you got, if you go out on a date and you ask girl how many how many guys you, you fuck and she says uh you know 87 you're gonna know she's telling the truth right that's not like a number yeah. Yeah, yeah so when these girls would ask me questions and i would tell them the answer and the answers were pretty fucked up and not like things that most girls would probably want to hear they'd at least know that i was telling them the truth yeah. right so we established that and so because of that i was able to get away with so much fucked up shit like i'll, I'll never forget like this one girl was like bitching that her boyfriend had like made out with another girl and yet she's fucking me after I've banged like three girls that day. And mm. she's okay with that, but like- Revenge sex. Her boyfriend, yeah, oh. but well, but I'm saying like her boyfriend like fucked up one time, right? But like, otherwise he was a good guy. And then mm. she, 
I don't know. It just seemed a little. So you just went with the method of just like openly admitting, like, yo, I'm a fucking. I think that's the way to do it. I too. am who I am type shit. There's two ways you can do it. And I think a lot of guys basically kind of like keep shit on the DL. They don't post any girls and they kind of like, they got their things going on. And it's probably less headache, you know, in the that's short not you, run. Bob. That's me. Fuck it. I blast them everywhere because I'm up front and honest. I have the same theory as Dan does. I just don't get as much pussy, but we're on the same page, Dan. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, but by girls seeing you with other hot girls, that automatically like, triggers something, right? Because they see you like, okay, this hot girl's fucking him. Like, you know, he's got to be, you know, good yeah. or he's got to have a big dick. Or there's got to be something. I have a big you know dick. I, mean? I don't know if I'm good. But that's like, really but interesting. But the point is there's He's something, so right? There's that. a reason. Like, for instance, if you went out to the bar and you went there with a hot girl, your mm. chances of getting laid would go up dramatically. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Girls want what they can't have, man. Yeah. Well, but all, but they see that as validation, right? Like, it's social proof. Like, if, you, if, if you've pulled a hot girl, if a hot girl finds you attractive or whatever, there's got to be something, right? So in their mind you know, they're wondering like, okay, what's great about this guy? And so if you're dating a lot of them and most of these girls were like the hometown hottie, right? Where they came from, they were the shit. And now they're not getting attention and it's very strange for them, right? So they almost like have to like bang you to feel validated. And so it was just a very different situation than what I normally was used to, like in the military and high school when I was getting very little pussy and whatever, where it was basically like, the opposite where I would approach every single girl that I saw. And I, and I think that's good. Like, obviously like you have to build up to, to whatever. Um, and so I, you know, I, the first thing was losing the ego, right? Just like approaching every hot girl that you see and not worrying about rejection. And so that was, you know, how I got girls when I was younger, but it was not nearly as effective. And wow, I learned that, that in college, so right? Like yeah. when I, when I, yeah. That's very interesting. So like in college, we had a party. Like we, our, like our fraternity would have a party would invite every sorority. So we had like 10 to 1 girl to guy ratio. And that's when I saw it. I was like, wow. Like guys that would never get in laid in San Diego, you know, are fucking banging two chicks. Mm -hmm. And the only reason is because there's more girls than guys. And so, I mean, I know it sounds fucking stupid and it's not rocket science. No, no, you're like, right. You're right. It just yeah. works. Like, I, so I would have these parties that have 300 girls and there'd be 30 dudes and fucking, you know, you could come in on a wheelchair drooling and get laid. It was a tough ticket to get into your house sometimes. Like, you you, you threw these massive parties in the hills. And I know that Dan Bilzerian's place was always a place that everybody wanted to go to. What what made it, like, okay to... Because you, you obviously, a lot of guys wanted to go to your spot. Yeah, I lost, like, a lot of friends throwing parties, for sure. Um, and... uh it just, but like, you just had to have the ratio right for the party to be good. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my eyes anyways, I mean, I probably overdid it, but I just, and I didn't really have a lot of fun at my parties, but I just made sure that the, you know, I, as best I could, yeah. that there is infinitely more girls than guys. And you're, you know? and you're saying when people went to your parties, say in LA or wherever they may be, you were probably like, you were worrying about being a host, right? Oh, dude. I was miserable until it's a lot the of pressure to throw in. a party. Yeah, right, but also it's too, more I'm like guessing, yeah, it's though, work. I'm guessing when you have guys there, they're guests, right? You want to get them laid. Well, I didn't do as much of that just because there was like so much shit going on. But you know, I'm like working the door. I'm making sure you know these motherfuckers aren't getting in because one asshole gets in, and I don't let a good friend of mine in, and he find you know, and then you see that and it's, it's like, wait, how, yeah, how the fuck this guy get in yeah. right? But I don't have the invite. Like, what's what's the deal with that? And so. What's your what's your um, judgmental for like who who's the guy gets in where it doesn't? Do you you'd think be, you'd somebody? You'd be good, dude. Gay guys were fucking front of the line, man. Is that because of the women though? Yeah, like well, for because the gay guy coming in, that's 
making it's, women comfortable. It's not. It's not competition. B girls like gay guys, mm -hmm. and you they know, want to talk. They want to like drink together. Want to have fun. Yeah. It's kind of like they kind of make. We kind of make the vibe good for like for everybody, right? So you, you don't want to. They're usually really good looking too. Gabe's so. a great. He's Thank a good. You. Having a gay assistant, it definitely helps with the well, chicks. Every one of my it's assistants dope. gay. I think they make the best assistants. I have a question. Yep. Um, gay people are fucking amazing you, workers. From a woman, gay males. Do you believe men and women can be friends? Because in your situation, right, you're just banging these girls, right? But are you friends with them? Like, do you actually talk to them or do you just fuck them? No, I mean, the thing is, since I wasn't paying them, I had to have those interactions, which mm -hmm. drained a lot of fucking time. You ever like, had a girl bitching at you about, like, her problems and you just like, I don't want to talk about it? Mm. I mean, much it, just, it depends. I mean, I, no, because it's very interesting because I, I, I don't know how you have all these women. I had so then, many useless conversations. Well, he gets Salim triggered about girls. No, this is going to be No, good. women, I, I find women very, very interesting. That's why. And yeah. like you saying this is like very interesting to me. So like the men and women part, because I don't believe I could be friends with women, like especially if it's a hot girl. I'm, I'm just not your friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I definitely Without having like, some sort of like sexual you know, the only reason you'd be friends them. with a girl is if you can't get her and or she's not hot. Well, if I can't get her, she's then hot, I'm probably gonna, not going to be friends You're going to want to fuck her. Like, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Straight up. I, yeah, these these hot girls that think they have guy friends that don't want to bang them is pretty hilarious to me. But. Yeah, but girls actually believe it. They're like, no, I'm just, fr like, I'm just friends no, with them. Really I'm really like, cool. he wants to fuck you. And like, they'll put in five years. They will. Like, he'll, five, fuck five years. he'll wait. He'll <laughs> wait. I know because I got buddies that have waited 10 fucking years. It's a complete waste of time. Yeah. Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys gotta try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy dad gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. But so you crazy. think, you think, like you said before, like you got to go to get a girl and like right now you like make a competition for them to come to you. Do you think that you avoid a lot of a, a lot of? Do you think do you avoid a lot of trouble for yourself like that? Um, it makes it easier, you know. It's kind of like, you know, that's that that was one of the premises of the book, right? As a setup, so you kind of like pay your dues early and set it up so that you don't have to do a lot of work later. Um, and so yeah, I mean, when if you go up to a girl in the bar and you're hitting on her, and let's say you fuck her, she's you know. 
you know, wondering like, oh, should I bang that guy? You know, was that a mistake? You know, she's looking at things that are wrong with you. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if, if she's aggressively trying to hook up with you and you finally bang her, she feels like she accomplished something, you know, and she's not like second guessing it. And, you know, and then she's like, oh, you know, I hope he likes me and this and that, as opposed to like, oh, like, should I bang that guy? You know, he's kind of a loser. You know, he's driving a Datsun, whatever. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a thought thing, right? It's just human nature. You want what you can't have. And if you can have something like, you know, if people are offering you something for free, you probably don't value it as much. Do you fell in love right now with, the, with, with, with the, those girls or you think it's just like a one-time thing? I actually had a girlfriend for like the last two years. Um, we just recently broke up. Um, oh, so I've definitely been in love with some girls for sure. Um, But I, that's hard for me. Like when I when that happens, something like when I get to, with a guy, example, like I fell in love so fast. That's the issue, I think. Yeah. But then for you, we have so much in front of you. So like how you deal with that? Well, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of relationships, I feel like it's like two magnets, you know, and if like one magnet gets too close, the other kind of like pushes it away. And I feel like a lot of relationships are like that, where like one person's kind of like, you know, more interested than the other. Um, we just all wanted relationship advice from you, Dan. We didn't want to talk about the book. We just needed yeah, to help getting pussy <laughs> and all that. No, but back to the thing, actually. I wanted to start, here we go. Bob's, I wanted, no, no. Bob's, Bob's the topic. Again. Well, I'm sorry. Bob's How long are we talking about banging no, fucking no, no. bitches? Well, I want to know. That. I'm sorry. This is, this is very interesting. I wonder if you ever get... Go, go ahead. Minus two points for Bob. Fuck that. I think it's plus two points. I wonder if you points. ever got tired of the pussy with your last girlfriend, like for two years. Like, yeah, how do you deal with... Are you ever like just fucking one girl? Yeah, I had less sex. Yeah, the last year, you know, it is, you know, a few threesomes or whatever, but it was pretty much mostly monogamous. And I actually, like, a part of me wanted to see if I could do it. So I kicked a lot of addictions the last two years. I kicked my gambling addiction. I kicked my sex addiction, um, kicked the social media, like, just almost all the addictions Damn. I kicked in the last two years. So you jerk off a lot now? Uh, yeah, actually, more so now. Yeah. I, dude, I probably went four years without jerking off, I think, which is crazy. Do you think you jerking have... off a lot is wrong? Like, do you think that's an addiction as well? A lot of guys are like, oh, do you have a, I have an addiction of jerking off. Do you think that's bad? I think anything that gets in the way of your life, you know, and like what you're trying to pursue and achieve, I think is a problem. You know, yeah. I think it's only... You gotta jerk off, though, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. You gotta, really, really, I mean, you know, if you're a guy that can whip into the bathroom and, you know, whip out a nut in like two minutes and you do it two, three times a day, I'd say it's not? probably not a problem. You, you know, but if you're they're like fucking beating off for two hours, you miss your goddamn meeting, I'd say you have an issue. I'm more of just know? like a straight morning yeah. jerk guy. I'm saying this because I have a fun fact. You know, just Dan was extorted. Jerk. I read the book. You got extorted younger when you were younger for you jerking the off in the bathroom. Right. No, at my house, I got videotaped, yeah. So somebody videotaped you jerking off and hold you. What? It was pretty traumatizing. And uh, and I wasn't popular or anything. So yeah, at night I would like, this was back before the internet, dude. So we had whatever, Showtime, Skinamax, HBO, and I'd record the scenes where they'd be having sex and then I'd jerk off. That's, and, what, I, that's what I used to do. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <Jack> TV. <laughs> well. Yeah. And so anyway, so so I, I feel like I'm kind of like spoiling the book a little bit. But yeah, one night I, I'm down there jerking off. And um, when I thought I saw something up by the window... And, um, and I turned off the TV. I was like, oh, fuck, what was that? And, uh, and then I was like, oh, shit, I better go upstairs. So I went upstairs. The doorbell rings. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And uh, my mom answers the door. And it was like some thugs from my school. And I was like, oh, God, there's no way these guys are just, like, coming over here to say what's up, you know? 
Right. And, uh, and so I go down and my mom's like excited that I'd made friends and, uh, I go down to the door and they're like, yeah, you know, we videotape you jerking off. You got to pay us this money. I, I don't even like really remember it all that well because it's like so fucking traumatic. Basically like they were going to beat my ass in front of the school and show everybody the videotape. I didn't pay them like a certain amount of money. And I didn't have that much fucking money. Like my parents had some money, but I didn't. Did you cut the check? Dude, I would have cut him a check if I had it, but I didn't. And, so there's uh, a video of you floating around jerking off in eighth grade or wherever you were? Well, so this is even the worst part about it. So this girl that I was in love with, who was like, actually like seemed semi-interested in me, saw these kids at the gas station, like playing this video, went over and like grabbed the fucking tape. And I don't know, she said, there's a vignette in the book about it. I like, I had no idea how this tape hadn't serviced because I didn't pay these motherfuckers, but she like stole the tape, went to this drug dealer's house and basically like told him like, fuck you. Like, you know, he's not paying you. Like, don't do anything to him, whatever. And she had these two older brothers that played football that were fucking even crazier than her. And I think because of all that, like she saved my ass, but then I never ended up getting a dater because I was like so embarrassed to be around. That's the kind of girl that you want to buy you. What do you say to people that, that call you your trust fund baby? And they, 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 any of these comments ever get to your head when they talk shit and you're getting all this stuff and all well, the look, media and all that? I've had that for a long time, you know, and, and I embraced it and that got me in all the poker games. So, uh, you know, I'm probably as much at fault for the rumor as anybody. Um, so I, you know, couldn't really get mad about it. Um, because you made, you made a majority of your money, which was from poker. Like you, and the, yeah. the limits started low. When you started playing, you were playing like what, 510? No, dude, I started at like $1, $2 in college. It's like a $100 buy-in, you know? And then you have uh, stories where you beat Mark Wall. You took Mark Wahlberg down for a big amount of money, right? No, he watched. He watched the game when oh, okay. I was playing his billionaire neighbor. Um, How much did you take off his billionaire neighbor? It was, in, it was around 40-ish million, something like that, 40, 50. 40, 50 million dollars? Over probably eight sessions, eight or 10 sessions. Heads up yeah. or just like? Yeah, just heads up. Just me and him just battling in his house. Wow. Yeah, it was the fucking craziest thing, man. There's like, I remember one time sitting there with 18 million in front of me and he always had me covered, you know, would, would buy in and, it, you know, of course it fucking big dick me every time. Like, oh, you know, give me 50 million and I'd buy in for like one or two. And there was one point when I was beating him and we've been playing for two days straight and I had 18 million bucks in front of me. And if he said all in, I had to make a decision for $18 million. And I was fucking stressed out, dude. Like my fucking hair was falling out. It was, uh. It was a, it was a very, you know, unenjoyable experience. Even though I was like winning money, it was, it was stressful because I knew that if I lost, I would come back and play again. And if I lost then I would, you know, I would keep playing this guy until I went broke and it wouldn't have taken that much in the beginning, um, because we were playing so big. And so, yeah, it was pretty nerve wracking to be honest with you. Um, but as far as the trust fund thing, man, I, you know, look, I bought my jet when I was 33 and I got my trust fund when I was 35 and I didn't cash it out till like a year and a half ago. So I got the receipts, you know, mm -hmm. I have the, you know, the trust, the documents, all the stuff, mm -hmm. but I kind of leaned into it. I mean, you know, I, you know, I said I had a trust fund because I did. I just didn't say, you know, when I got it. So. And what's, and what's wrong with having a trust fund too? Listen, I, I would have been stoked to have a fucking huge trust fund. I, you know, fuck, I don't care where the money comes from. It all spends the same. hundred <laughs> percent still. And did you use some of the money from poker and all that to kind of build the brand that you built with Ignite and all that? Well, this was way before, you know? So basically I started my Instagram in 2012 and I'd made most of my money by like 2014. And that was when I kind of decided, I was like, you know, I'm gonna, 
you know, see if I can kind of get famous off this Instagram thing because it's getting me more pussy. And uh, <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm going to, you know, hire a, you know, photographer and we're going to start, you know, putting, I'm, you know, I was going to do the bucket list thing anyway. And I was like, I'm just going to, you know, kind of put this online. And that's what I did. And it took off and um, fucking went way further than I thought I'd go. But that was kind of the, the goal was to see if I could get famous just doing social media. And, what other investments that you have? You mentioned right now social media. Yeah. Like how you became the guy you are right now and what's motivated you to do that? Well, poker made me the money that that got me famous, right? Because I got famous probably in like 2014 and then it just kept kind of going up. And that's when I was going crazy. I basically bought everything I wanted when I was a kid, all the Lambos, the fucking Ferraris and, you know, all the shit. I got a jet. And hired, you know, I I had always had a decent amount of staff, but I staffed up like five chefs. I had always rented a house in LA, even since like 2011. I, and then I had a place in San Diego too. So I, I had a residence in Vegas, and then I would rent places in California. And I was living like I had hundreds of millions of dollars when I had you know five, ten million dollars. And then you know when I had hundreds of millions of dollars, living like I had billions of dollars. And so I kind of always like was pressing it, and I knew that I that money spent when I was younger and like having those good times when I was younger was worth a lot more than being 70 on a fucking golf course, you know, maybe going on a yacht. Like I, I didn't want to be the old rich guy. I want to be the yeah. young guy that enjoyed it while I was able to Cause all the shit that I like to do surfing, um, you know, banging chicks, partying, traveling, like all that stuff is like young guy stuff, like snowboarding. Well, I mean, like think about it. Like, when you're 70, like, are you going to be fucking any girls that no, want to fuck just, you? Like, I'm just I mean, laughing. No, you are, no, no you way, are, no you are a sex addict. That's, that's, I yeah, think you are a sex addict. Yeah. Well, no, I am so 100%, am I, man. I, but I feel like I've like, per, you know, I've like beat down the addiction pretty good. So I feel so right good. now you'll say to you, you did all that in the past and right now you you do have a good life but in like you're still investing like in brands and stuff like that that's why you keep going yeah well i mean right now ignite's worth you know around 400 million and i think you know we're going to be taking that you know to the moon so i'm excited about that that's probably the biggest gamble i have right now who's um, the biggest celebrity you've ever fucked Sorry, I changed the subject real quick. I'm sorry. Again, that good, was, that like was a hard wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. I'm sorry. I just felt the conversation trailing ahead. Who's the hottest celebrity you've ever fucked? That's what we want, guys, right? I mean, what do you want to sit here and talk about? You I know, want to know who the hottest celebrity you ever shit? fucked. To be honest, I um, I haven't fucked any, like, super famous women. Like, no, like... I don't believe You've that. just fucking destroyed the Instagram model scene in LA. <laughs> yes. I really went deep into that. You, yeah. like, you like that, huh? Like every every Instagram model, like Dan's he likes the two hundred k, three hundred k chicks. I know. There was a point when I feel like every time like I pulled my Explorer page, if you fuck the girl in LA, you're Eskimos <laughs> with Dan for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did some work. I must man. be Eskimos with Dan too. For sure. I'm sure we all are. What's your? Well, probably, actually, didn't, probably didn't pump her as good as Dan, but you know. Well, what's your no, rule dude. on? I have I have a strict rule. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the fuck I was saying. That I don't know. Fuck, I have a strict rule of not fucking girls that have husbands. Or boyfriends. I just, I can't do it. I can't Thank do you. it. Do Why? You, girls girls that have husbands just want you and shit? No, I'm saying that I've had opportunities, Kyle, but I haven't fucking done it because I'm a straight up loyal guy. Dan, are you a straight up loyal guy? You fuck people that have... You know, it's funny. I was, I was actually talking to, uh, to Jewel about that last night. Um, and 
when I was in college, I used to, yeah, fuck guys' girlfriends all the time. I just figured, That's like, so awesome. well, I just figured if a girl would fuck me, she'd fuck anybody. So she's going to cheat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm nothing special. So I just didn't feel bad about it. But then later on, um, man, like, so many fucked up situations with, like, girls that had heard about me from their boyfriend or whatever. And then, then I felt like there was some responsibility because I'm like, okay, if, you know, if this girl wouldn't otherwise have cheated and I was like the catalyst to ruining her relationship, like, was it worth the 15 minutes of banging this chick? You know, probably not. Um, So then I, then I kind of like stopped a little bit unless like she had cheated before. Then it was like, okay, then it's fair. There was like a few instances where I made exceptions, but for the most part, I tried not to. I want to ask you for advice, little quick. Okay. You're really successful with girls. And like, why, what do you do to be so successful with girls? And you think that will work the same way with guys? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just psychology, right? So if you, if you can get, you know, whoever you're attracted to chasing you, it's just much easier and it's a different conversation. So I think a lot of people focus on chasing and I focus more on trying to like, you know, be chased, right? So I would set up all these attraction mechanisms, whether it's money, you know, fame, throwing these parties, like all these reasons why girls would want to hook up with me. So I kind of like laid the groundwork. Um, and I'm sure it's no different with guys, it's actually probably a lot easier, Crazy. right? Because like guys just bang because they want to bang, you know what I mean? Yeah, like so the, the, the buried say- entry there is probably, you know, a lot less. Like it's, you know, they got, they got apps. Plus, you know, testosterone, sex drive, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I said to the guy at the time. Like, if you imagine two guys together, it's just like... It's just straight. They just want to so fuck. Much. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it's very fuck. hard for guys to find other guys to, like, bang yeah. out of, like, a party. Yeah, but guys are always... Like, if you have a dick, aren't you always horny? So don't, like, guys just always want to fuck each other? Guys, yeah, just because he's gay doesn't mean he's less horny than us. Like, he's the same... Yeah, but when you guys yeah, go when you girl, put, yeah, but first... we put one guy with a dick and another guy with a dick, it means we got, think about a double horn. Yes, double right. hornness. Well, I think it's testosterone, right? Like guys have always been like the hunter gatherers. You know, it's the aggression. It's you know, you, you're the one usually that has to like you know initiate the sex for the most part. So you got two initiators. I mean, I don't yeah. Know. yeah, that's what I tell you guys all the time. And you guys are like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck do I know? But I'm, I, you know, I would assume that it's you know, I mean, I've heard these grinder apps are pretty fucking crazy. Do you like, yeah. when, do you like when girls initiate sometimes as well? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, for me, I feel like if the girl isn't into me and I don't, I don't give a shit why, like, I don't care if she's into me because I have money or I don't care if she's into me because yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, just as long as it's not like transactional. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with fucking hookers. I wish that I could, it would save me mm-hmm. all those mindless conversations we talked about. But for me, it was hard for me to get attracted to a girl that was like, just going to fuck me for 1500 yeah. bucks. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. you know what have I'm saying? Have you ever paid for pussy? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like me all, too. Yeah. We have- I am yeah. too. I mean, Another a road hooker road. night with the boys once in a while is a great time, but not all the time. But you're not like, going to find like, real love. No, but it's like it's Maybe. like an activity. Like it's like going to play like golf for me. It's like I never understood not, you know, why you do it, you know. the main goal is to find like love. Like you know what I mean? Like why not just have fun? Well, you're young. It's different. When you get to be like my age, 33. I'm looking for somebody. I've already been through all of it. And when you get older, you want to fucking, you know, find somebody you can just chill with. 50% of your assets. Yeah, guys are different. Like, I think guys are different. But like have you ever experienced a situation that a guy was hitting you? And like, how yeah. you handle that? So I'm not gay. I appreciate He's the flattery. Right now. But, you know. <laughs> what are you trying to do here, Gabe? No, I'm just asking like, <laughs> straight up. like You don't want to make the same mistakes? Yeah. Right? You're just like, straight up, I'm not gay. That's it. Yeah. Are you, are you turned yeah. on the Dan's a cop, like... by the way? Dan's a cop, you know that, right? 
I was. I was. You're a not a cop anymore. How do you no. lose the badge? How the fuck do you lose a badge? Uh, they shut down the department, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I also lost like my federal firearms license. Um, so when I went into the cannabis business, yeah, they kind of. So you were a police officer. Up. I was. Yeah, for like fuck four years. And you were in the uh, you were in the Marine, Marine Louis, yeah. Navy. Same same thing, I guess. You know. And didn't you get in trouble <laughs> for firing an RPG into a mountain? Yeah, I did that. Uh, wasn't related to either of those things. I was just, I was in Armenia and um, they wanted to show me a good time. So they brought out like every gun, their fucking tanks, their rocket launchers. I was like, well, fuck, I've never shot a rocket launcher, you know, like give me that thing. So they're like, yeah, just shoot it over there in that mountain. I was like, okay, cool. So I shot it in the fucking mountain, shot a couple rounds over there and then find out that's technically Azerbaijan and those two countries are at war, so they put out like an international uh, warrant for my arrest. <laughs> so, hey. uh, so now what? I have to like fly you around. Went back yeah. To the US. So like traveling in, in, in Europe now, I have to like fly around Azerbaijan. I have to fly around like their allied countries. So I have to like put these fucked up flights. So wait, <laughs> what, what countries can you not go to in Europe? Hold on. I'm going to get back uh, to that story. I don't mean to go there. We got to go back to that story. So you fire a rocket into a fucking mountain. <laughs> yep. Okay. You're all laughing about it. You're like, woo, fucking mountain explodes because you, you know, shot a device, blows up. Then when do you find out that you're wanted for what you just said? Yeah, well, they put out a, like, Interpol fucking warrant on my arrest. And, uh, yeah, I had to fucking... Hey, would you get a notification on your phone? Did somebody call you? Did it was, like, in the press. No, it was, like, yeah, it was way. in the press. Like, you know, fucking uh, international warrant issued for Dan Bilzerian by Ashraf. <laughs> okay, did they follow Damn. through with the warrant? I, you know, I was, like, tripping for the next, like, two weeks in Thailand. I didn't know if they'd, like, show up with ski masks and AK-47s and just, like, extradite me. But um, all's been fine so far. I just, I, like, I can't fly over their country. They'll, like, fucking shoot my jet down. Yeah, all right. Cause you, have you ever been arrested before? Yeah. yeah. How many times? Um, Couple, huh? Fuck. Yeah, probably, like, five, six, maybe, something like that. How was your experience in jail? Because we talked talk the last podcast Kai's experience. Kai was in jail for a couple of times. For no, sorry, he was in jail for one time. And then, is that terrifying? Um, no, it wasn't terrifying. I think when I went when I was seventeen for like three weeks, that was initially, you know, kind of shitty. But also, I was like one of the bigger guys there because I was, you know, in juvie, so I was seventeen. And so, so nobody messed around with you. Nobody got clothes and fucking. No, no, no. That time about. was no, it was all good. Um, and then That's later cool. when I went to jail as a cop. Uh, one of the times so they put me in like you know segregated yeah, yeah you've crazy. had you've had to plead guilty though on a couple of charges all right yeah so i blew up a semi-truck in the desert here and then i had to i pled guilty to failure to extinguish a campfire yeah but it started off with a bigger <laughs> charge yeah yeah start off like federal like what was it a bomb on the airplane or something? yeah, yeah. Well, well, that was, that was, yeah that was the fucking headline it was like dan bilzerian arrested at lax on federal bomb making charges so it sounds like i'm like they're like trying to blow up a fucking airline but i'm like what was that chemical it was the beginning of the t it was uh uh tenerate. tenerate yeah and so they 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 meet they would they meet you when you got off the plane yeah so i I came in from the Bahamas into LAX and it was like, dude, my whole plane was just surrounded by fucking cops. Like walked out. It's like 40 fucking cops. And, and I had no idea what it was for. Cause it was like two months prior. And, uh, yeah, I threw my ass in jail. And you had to plead guilty. Yeah. 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 What was the reasoning behind pleading guilty? Well, they basically, you know, it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but they suspended my ability to own guns, to buy guns, you know, it was all this shit, and it would have dragged out the whole length of the court, you know, the whole length of the trial. So for 
year and a half, I couldn't own or have any guns. And, you know, at the time I was a cop. I mean, the whole thing was fucked up. So yeah, just, just pled guilty, paid them their money and that was it. What do you think Dan is like your most, like we get asked it all the time, but probably get asked it a lot. But what do you think's your like any bad or crazy party stories? I mean, yeah, it's a lot of those. Fuck. What's like the, what's like the craziest thing Mm. that you can remember? craziest thing fuck i mean probably i mean the first party that i threw in la at the uh the ignite house i remember i was doing like shots of g with vitaly at the table and uh it was like before midnight i'd fully blacked out i hit my fucking head on the table like knocked myself out my security dragged me downstairs woke up in the morning like a fucking sorority girl my own piss and vomit and um I looked at my cell phone and I just thrown like the best party in LA. It was like, I don't know, 600 girls and probably like 40 dudes. I had marshmallow DJ and like, it was a fucking rager. Got no pussy, woke up my own piss. And I looked at my phone and I had all these like angry messages. Like you fucking, you motherfucker. Like, can't believe you fucked that girl. Where'd you go? Like all this shit. And I just like blacked out. These girls thought that I'd like, you know, gotten wifed up. And uh, yeah, it was like my first party back in LA. I would say, you know, I like woke up with like a massive gash on my nose and, you know, blacked out at my own party. I'd say that was probably the... Was that a lot of thing? Like with, if you were fucking all those girls, like did they try to cuff you a lot? Uh, I feel like every girl too. would like try to like, like you said, you're the prize. Like, didn't they try to like cuff you and they'd get like pissed or no? Well, I mean, I was so open about it, you know? I don't think that like a monogamous relationship was even in like the realm of possibility for them. So, um... I mean, they tried to get, you know, more time, but that was about it. It was, it was usually pretty cool. I mean, there wasn't any, there wasn't as much drama as you'd think, you know. Well, Dan, you, have you ever, cause I see on your Instagram, you have all these girls, but I've never seen um, a black girl. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sound like that type of like <laughs> guy or whatever. Like I've never seen yeah. a black, you ever thought about messing with a black chick? Some half black chicks. Some, yeah. Like, I like, like light skins. Yeah, I like mix. Like I, I never really like did too many full Asians. Um, not like not full black. Like not I, I, I like black. The, yeah, yeah. I like the mix. Like mm-hmm. I think like the half black, almost anything is amazing. The half Asian, you know what I mean? Like it seems like when you mix, that's like the best. What's what's your record in a day for kills? Um, that's gotta be fucking. I no, think, no more than three. Come I on. Think, I think no, nine. Like half one. Nine, yeah. Nine, nine is the most. Nine girls you fucked in one day? Nine. What? Yeah. Nine? You're using help, though. You're using some sort I, of help. Dude, I was using every kind of help. Oh, Cialis, okay. fucking testosterone. Yeah. So, no, so take us. cells, the whole fucking Take us be, through that day of nine kills. Yes. Like, is it like, there's got to be some threesomes? Is, is it single kills? Is it orgies? Like, what's yeah. the kill? Um, what's the science behind that? So... Yeah, there was, um, I think the, I think I did it a couple times. The party with Alesso, um, that was kind of like that, uh, that picture that I posted on Instagram. They actually asked me to take it down, the one in the tub. Um, oh yeah. What was that? That was, yeah. So that was a, that was like a tensome, but I didn't fuck every girl. You had a tensome, but I didn't, I didn't fuck You penetrated every hole. No, sorry to cut you off. Six, six. So I counted six that time. So it's ten then, girls and just you. No, nine girls and nine me. girls and yeah. you. That's Holy. fucking insane. Your dick never gets like 
Like, does it ever hurt, man? Like, and what, like, like, fuck, I got a fucking like, I've had a threesome, <laughs> but like a nine some. That's like, what? What are the other girls like? They're just making out. They're just fucking like, yeah, it's like it's not as amazing as you would probably envision because there's just you know not a lot for the girls to be doing because yeah. there's only one there's dick. Only so much space. Yeah, right. So going. like, and 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 most of them aren't lesbians, right? So they'll like hook up, kind of like for the they'll vibe. Up, but right? the rest of them yeah, must be on their phones or something. No, no like phones just chill. They run off to your chest set off, or some man. shit. They yeah, I don't think they're on the phones. Three but girls sucking his dick, one like sucking his nipples. I don't know. I wasn't honestly that big a fan of the big orgies. Um, I felt like a threesome was good if the two girls were into each other. But aside from that, I just, you know, I'd knock one girl off, then a different girl. And, you know, just as long as it was, you know, a different girl each time. I mean, I could rotate, like I said, a lot of the same girls for a long time, not get tired of fucking them. So, God damn, man. God damn. So, that's how, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, the preparation for that should be insane. No, it's just preparation. A Cialis. Yeah, like the heck? Like, <laughs> the guy got to prepare himself for nine girls. What does Cialis do? Cialis just gets you hard forever? No, so that's Viagra. Viagra is more of like a hooker drug, right? So if you know you have a window where you got to fuck a girl, Viagra is great. But the one time in my life I took it, I had a heart attack, so I don't fuck with it anymore. Huh. I remember that. Talking yeah. about that, like, I could have like have a past experience of like a couple of heart attacks that you have before because a lot of parties, a lot of alcohol, and then whatever, right? So Viagra, that's something that you take still. Or if you don't, take I heard it, Viagra's lit. Like I if you really want to impress a chick, or not. Yeah, have I've you done that? Viagra I, once. I only took it the yeah. one time. I had the hard one attack. time. Yeah, I'm scared yeah. of that shit. No, I took it once. It was fucking. It was actually pretty. So like, if you like what, it makes your dick like way bigger. Be careful because it fucks you up. Like obviously he said what happened to him. But I took a little quarter of one, and my girl was just kind of like I was, you know, you know, a busy lifestyle. You just want to go in. Sometimes you always want to fuck a girl missionary, just get it over with and get back to work. You know what, <laughs> Bob? Nobody's just half killing. Now that I'm just listening, is that bad? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I All right. So, listening. like, I took a little zinger and it fucking kept my cock hard for a little bit. And I flipped her around a little bit, banged her from behind, and she liked it. So it was it was a success. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you got to put it down, Viagra for sure works. I just, but you yeah. can't take it too much because it'll fucking literally fuck you up. I took it one time. It took 200 milligrams. The worst experience of my fucking life. Ended up yeah, in the hospital, that shit's but weird. that shit trips nope. me up. Were you so Vegas is uh, your primary home? You travel a lot, but Vegas is your home, obviously, yeah. right? And yep. So you had I just actually stayed uh, at Mandalay Bay, and you were that when that shooting took place, when that fucking psychopath unloaded on all those people at the concert, you were there. Yeah, I was on the stage, man. It was crazy. I was um really yeah. So I used to play baseball with Jake Owen, uh, the country singer, and. uh he invited me out to this concert and I was like, okay, cool. Show up, watch him perform. And then, uh, went into his trailer for a bit and he's like, Hey, you know, you want to listen to Jason Aldean? I was like, yeah, cool. Let's go. So we go up on the stage and then I don't know, man, it was like three minutes in. It sounded like firecrackers going off. And, uh, and then they cut the music and I was like, Oh fuck, that's gunshot. Cause I had been downrange and it's not like a typical gunshot, right? Like when you're downrange of a bullet, it sounds like a whip crack got like a very distinct sound um and so in the military i'd you know i'd had bullets going over my head so i you know i just i don't know man immediately clicked i was like oh fuck that's gunshot so we took off and um yeah it was it was fucking craziness i, I ran to this cop car and i was like trying to get this shotgun out it was like one of those nightmares where you have a gun and you can't like pull the trigger well there was a gun and i had all these keys and i just like i couldn't get it unlocked and i was like trying every fucking key you're trying to get a gun to go back in well, it was just like right out front. So if this was the concert, 
um, you know, we ran out the back and the cop cars like literally right there at the, at the gate. And, um, yeah, I couldn't get this fucking shotgun out of there to save my life. I actually have a video of the whole thing. It was like five and a half minutes. Um, my buddy who was a surf photographer, he just started filming and, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy, dude. Like bullets were literally like hitting right next to us and people were getting shot. I mean, it was nuts. Like, damn, man. Wow. You, uh, was a lot of stuff, right? No, it was, uh, it was nuts. I remember the day that guy, that guy was, he went in there for seven days at Mandalay Bay, right? He, he, did you ever watch what that guy did? You know, it was weird, man. They like swept that whole thing under the rug. I feel like, like, I feel like I never really got the full story. He went in there. He like, I think, don't quote me on this, but he went, I guess, in and out. He stayed there for a long period of time. And what he'd do is bring suitcases up. And every day he just kept stocking ammo and kept stocking guns in that apartment. And then, or not that apartment, that, that floor at Mandalay, which I think is no longer, I think they just got rid of the whole entire floor. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you were there for it. It was, it was, it was some scary shit. Did you, so you were, did you aid and assist in any of the people you were, was it just such a, it was a madhouse, right? We took two girls to the hospital. Um, and then I went and got a gun and came back. Um, but it was funny because on the way back, um, I called my police chief and I was like, Hey, like, you know, or on the way, sorry, on the way to the hospital, I called my police chief and I asked him, I was like, Hey, like, can I go back? Can I bring a gun? And I don't know why I didn't think of this, but he's like, no, he's like, if you show up there with a gun, he's like, the cops are going to shoot you. And you I was did. like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm glad I didn't get that were shotgun. You, were out you a cop, cop at that time still or no? Yeah. You were not anymore. I was, yeah. Because they didn't know. No, you didn't know. So when you heard all the pop, 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 and you probably obviously saw people laying there bleeding out or whatnot, you didn't nobody know where the bullets can, were coming from, Yeah, right? nobody considered a shooter in a hotel. Like, we all thought it was like multiple shooters walking through the fucking place, like mowing people down, like Columbine style. So I don't think anybody even considered the possibility that some guy was in a fucking hotel room. Cause I was like out there, you know, after the shoot, you know, so I went and got a gun, came back and I was doing like some, you know, shit with the first responders. And I heard the cops, like nobody knew they were calling out multiple shooters. They didn't know where from. There was like some guy, you know, dead on Las Vegas Boulevard that was like, you know, a mile away. So nobody knew. And they're like storming the, uh, the Hooters hotel. And, uh, yeah, I don't think until much later people even knew. Yeah. He ended up killing himself. I think that's what it was. And the police all came out there. He killed himself before. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. When you say it got swept on the rug, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I have a video of it and the video that I have, it looks like there's somebody shooting from like the eighth floor. So I don't know, you know, well, and you it sounded it like multiple, like a, multiple like gunshots. Conspiracy or like a false no, flag type no, shit? No conspiracy there. I don't know. I mean, I can show you the video. No, well, people died. We obviously know that. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously a tragedy, no, but, but I'm just asking. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like I said, I, I have a video and it looked like somebody was shooting from the eighth floor. So yeah. they found the really? guy. I mean, they went up and the cops raided the Mandalay when they first found him there. It was higher up in the eighth floor, I think. But when they went in the room... He was dead and all the shit that he had brought up over the course of, because they have surveillance tapes when they went in and they locked, they see him in the video. He's bringing two bags up, going to his room. He went down to gamble for an hour, then went back to his car, had a car drop off, unloaded more stuff. It was like a long, like planned out, yeah, of course. you know, thing, but it was obviously. What do you think about that, Dan? Like, I guess they're, I know the U.S. is like, they're getting stricter and stricter on guns. You're a big gun guy. What's like your kind of opinion on that? You know, you look at places with the strictest gun laws like Chicago and you got, you know, 300 kids getting shot in a weekend or some crazy numbers, you know, and it's like, 
the places that have the strictest gun control seem have like the they have deaths, yeah, right? the most gun deaths. So is, most yeah. criminals don't walk into a gun store and say, hey, let me fucking get fingerprinted and register this gun to me that I'm going to go shoot my wife with, you know? So I think, you know, it's one of those things that doesn't affect the criminals. Like if I'm going to go kill somebody, I'm going to buy a gun on the black market. I'm going to shoot the person and chuck the gun. It's not going to be registered to me. You know, you, the last thing you want to do now with like modern ballistics is go use a gun that's registered to you. So by, you know, tightening up gun laws, you're really just restricting the people that were going to go out and buy a gun legally. And, you know, the media doesn't cover all the times when somebody's had a gun and has protected their family or protected themselves or, you know, thwarted off a robbery. They don't publish that. So, you know, I think having guns is a very important uh, thing for Americans. And I think it goes beyond just personal protection. I think it's a defense against tyranny. I mean, it's all these things like, look what's happening with Australia right now. Like, I don't think that would Australia's be happening. Australia's fucked. Yeah, so fucked. Yeah, like, so, so fucked. fucked. They're literally, they, don't they like have like concentration camps right yeah. now? Yeah. It's insanity. They're like yeah, killing they people's do. dogs. They like won't let Australian citizens back in. You can't leave. I mean, it's like Nazi Germany over there. And like a hundred people are allowed a day. The flights are going over there with like 30 people inside. Dude, it's insanity. And so I don't know. I don't know if that would be happening if they had guns. You know, they're like macing and, and pepper spraying and shooting these people with rubber bullets that are just, you know, peacefully protesting. And I just look at that and I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you, you know, rebel against the government if you have no weapons? I mean, so. Yeah, true. That's Very insanity. No. That's insanity. I heard you are, you are a cat lover. Oh, yeah. yeah do you have cats. cats because you like cats or because you want to attract more girls? To like your cats. What is it? What's the future for Ignite? What's you, what, are you, what are your plans with Ignite and the brand? Um, <laughs> Wait, can you knock on no, no, one more time? Sorry, I wouldn't rather talk about Ignite than cats, to be cats. honest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're expanding South America. And uh, we've, you know, I, initially I wanted to do the vapes. I really saw like a big opportunity in the vape space. And my dream was to have the one device that had THC, nicotine, and CBD so that there was ambiguity, right? You see a, a person with a jewel, you know they're smoking Nick. You see a guy with a 510, you know they're smoking weed. So I wanted like a device you could be smoking in class or in a fucking movie theater and nobody could say shit because it could be Nick or it could be CBD or whatever. And so we, we partnered with somebody that had sold their rights in the U.S. And so now we finally you know, have Nick devices and we've been doing the synthetic in the US. But in order in order for Ignite to, you know, keep building and growing and whatnot, you gotta be active. You can't take fucking two years off anymore. You're gonna be more active on social media and doing shit, throwing parties well, again, fucking doing shit. Yeah, I mean I've been focusing more on the business, man, like the expansion and like every single quarter we've been, you know, doing record breaking numbers and so the vape stuff has just been taken off like hockey stick girl. Yeah, but you are the business. You are the you're the head of the brand. So you are you gonna be active again? I mean we're gonna start going to Halloween fucking parties again and Doing yeah, all that shit. yeah. I mean, it's you know they fucking shut us down, right? So like with the whole fucking COVID thing, that's why I got rid of the LA house. I mean, I just knew that we weren't going to be throwing any parties anytime soon. What, what do you have to say about people calling you like a fraud and stuff? Because I see a lot of videos on YouTube, yeah, saying that like Dan Bozerian's a fraud. He's not actually this. He's not actually that. You know, all these videos that are going on on YouTube. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, man, I was like reading all those while I was writing my book, and it was fucking really irritating, and I was like torn because. I wanted to address it, but at the same time, I didn't want to shine a light on it. Um, but yeah, I was like, I mean, saying that, I mean, I've rented every house that I've ever had in LA. Like I never want to be a Cali resident. Um, you know, and they're like, oh, like Ignite's funding his lifestyle. It's like, motherfucker, I bought a jet like fucking four or five years before I started Ignite. Yeah, yeah. Like I put 25 million in Ignite. Yeah. 
Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, oh, we lost 50 million. It's like, who fucking cares? Like, yeah. Uber lost 5 billion in one quarter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you lose money when you're starting a business, you know? And it's like, now now it's profitable and it's, you know, it's doing well. But sometimes you got to spend some fucking money and make some goddamn noise, you know? And sure. so it was one of those things, like, how much does it cost to create a global brand? I mean, it's usually pretty fucking expensive. You look at, like, these big companies' marketing budgets, and if you go on Ignite and you go on Nike, we've got better engagement than Nike. We have more views on the videos, more likes mm-hmm. on the posts. Like, you know, their fake ass fucking account, you know, bought all these followers and shit. Yeah. But if you look like, no, I mean, seriously, like look at their numbers. Like we beat them. And it's like, you know, Nike's a pretty fucking legit brand. I mean, obviously, but you know, they buy a bunch of followers and they have shitty engagement because their stuff sucks. Right. So mm-hmm. I think we did a pretty good job um, building that brand and getting awareness and, you know, it's, it's showing, right. Yeah. Because we're in South America now we're going into the UK. We just, you know, very did, international. Yeah. Dubai. Yeah. Where's South America? Where's South America you guys are right now? So we're selling a ton into Paraguay and then they're distributing it. Like in Brazil, it's illegal to sell vape, but they can, they're allowed to actually vape. Um, so basically we sell the people and then if they take it into Brazil, they take it into Brazil. Yeah, cause uh, we went out to Brazil in January with the boys and then like, we were looking for that everywhere. Like nobody like, what's a vape? What's a vape? And then when you find a store, they have all the selections. They really interest to know about it. So hopefully yeah. the business goes really well right there. Cause it's, the market's pretty big. Dude, it's killing it, man. And, and you know, I'm a big advocate of it too, just because to me, I think cigarettes are super obnoxious and it's like, you're just blowing smoke into other people's, you know, you're basically like, not a fan of cigarettes. Bad. No, just because man, like you're making other people, like my ex-girlfriend's uh, dad died from cancer. And like, I watched this di- guy die and it was like, man, he lost like 60 pounds and he was like a shell of himself. And I've seen people with cancer you know, and I know that cigarettes are, you know, they're bad because of the carcinogens and they're bad because of the tar and all the shit from the combustion of the actual cigarette. And, you know, with vape, you still get the, the nick, you still get the same, you know, buzz, but you don't have all that shit. You don't smell like a bum's nutsack. Your clothes aren't fucking nasty and you're not sure. fucking with everybody around. But they still kill you. Does I, I don't know. I haven't seen any, you know. Everyone fucking vapes. Now. Everybody vapes. I don't vape. I, so they're, they're, yeah. I, mean, I smoke I'd say a vaping is a better alternative than smoking cigarettes. It's unequivocal. It's right. No. So if you're going to smoke cigarettes, you know what? It's better maybe you smoke vapes instead. Yeah. Right? I mean, it seems like I every girl like, that, like, I every fucking girl vapes now, like, everyone's yeah, fucking conversation It's like started. the new bag yeah. of Coke, right? Like, guys will go to the club that don't even vape with vapes just to, like, hand it off the girls, yeah. and ah. the girls will, like, follow <laughs> them around. Yeah, I. I you, the reason I fucking yeah. started that was because in like 2018, I was at the I was at the Ignite House in L.A., and these girls lost their thing, and it was like they would literally suck dick for a fucking jewel pot. It was like the craziest thing I'd ever. Like it was so nuts. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, fuck, like I need to sell this shit because these motherfuckers are like, you know, rabid to get their fix. Yep. And you know, why let Jewel make all the fucking money? So how much know. was that crib a month? Um, so I paid 5 million for the option to buy it. And then each month was 200 grand. So the goal was to make the house, you know, worth a bunch of money. I had an option on it and, uh, you know, it was originally listed for 90 million. And I think my option was at 60. So like the plan was always to buy it. Um, but then COVID hit and we weren't able to fucking do anything. So we made a deal with the owner, like, okay, you know, we'll just, you know, we'll leave and we'll just list the house for sale. If you sell it in the next two years, we get our $5 million option back. And he's like, okay, cool. 
And then he lets this fucking wish guy move in and start fucking renting the house. I'm like, how the fuck are we supposed to sell this house when we got this fucking guy letting every TikToker and their fucking mother in with wish stickers like devaluing the property? I'm like, did I build like a fucking, you know, brand here? And yeah, I feel like he killed it. So it was a little That house just went fucking 100 to zero, eh? God damn. Yeah, it was like painful to see, man. I feel like I threw some fucking really good ragers there. The one t- I went to one of your parties with Steve when he did the... Well, remember the, the bottle, vodka? The vodka? Yeah. And I had my fucking... I was dating a girl like on and off for five years and she was in town. So I had to take my girl to the, the to dance party. To the house. Oh, man. Fucking, fuck, kind of fucking horrible, bro. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> like it was uncomfortable. Oh, because the, the chicks? Yeah, and it was like the... It was a Valentine's one, I think, maybe. Yeah, oh, like those, angels, those are the best. angels and devils, right? Yeah, those are the and best. And it was just fucking like... I was Smokes. losing my shit, bro. Yeah, dude, there's yeah. just so many smokes. Salim joined Nelk with what? How many kills? Uh, one and a half. Yeah, because he was like 14. No, like you 14 said not old, one and a half. You told me that you had half a kill. Oh, half a kill. My bad. Yeah, it was a black So not even rounds. one. Yeah. What's half a kill mean? Uh, I didn't like even he, know like, what fucked barely fucked nut her. was, he didn't honestly. Nut. I was like 17 living in um uh, a fan's house. <laughs> Literally living in a family's house. And uh, yeah, half a kill. Busted. I, I didn't even bust. Yeah. What, what what's your what are you at now if you want to say? Uh probably I'd say close to like 60 or 70. Nice. What's your yeah. number Dan? Um Are I you in know. are you in quadruple digits? Um quadruple f- Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I fucked thousands of girls. Quadruple's what? 1000? <laughs> yeah, it took me a minute <laughs> to like count them out. Yeah. Yeah, You're but, not at 5, are you? Not f- not ten thousand. Like oh, I don't. No, no, definitely, definitely not ten thousand. No, no, no. Can you That's- imagine being at five digit kills? <laughs> yeah, no, That'd no, be definitely crazy. not. Well, I mean, if you think about it, what would ten? Th- I mean, I'm not gonna do math right now, actually. Though, Bob, ten- you're not at four digits. Thousand percent. You're at four digit kills. No, actually, no, no. You no, even no. Do no, no but time out, but time out. I've gone on some serious. That's fucking. I uh, know. Uh, I've gone on. Some, I'm. By the way, I'm low key under the radar. Fucking those IG girls don't knock out. under the radar? I'm under the radar. You never hear about my shit. I have a girl now that I'm in love with that I'm going to marry. But at the end of the day. Oh, by the way, I thought Shaq gave you guys fucking terrible advice just to let you know. I watched that podcast. I thought it was horrible advice. Explain, Dan. Like, absolutely advice of what? Dan, what explain. Oh, the, the women's stuff. We're yeah. going to talk about fucking chicks' this podcast, you know? Let's fucking explain. explain. So wait, what did Shaq say? Yeah, I mean, listen, like, I'm sure it works for the guy. He's like seven foot tall with a 12-inch dick, and he's famous, and he's got money, right? Like, the guy <laughs> could fucking probably like, stumble and get laid, right? So, like, you know, you're, you're just, like, taking advice from, like, a super good-looking male model, like, how to get laid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just terrible advice. Like, what did Shaq like, say? I can He was, like, telling you to apologize. What did Shaq say? I don't know. Yeah, he well, was telling me Jack that. was basically saying, like, I don't choose the women, right? Or they choose me. No, no, oh, no. He, he not that. He that's, him. that's fine. I'm saying, like, what he was giving Bob. What he was saying Bob, Summer, Bob. Summer was okay, in the other yeah. room. Well, actually, well, here's the deal. This is why, though. Summer was in the other room, and it was a girl that I was dating, and I was in a relationship with. And what he was saying is, don't bring up your ex-girlfriend while she's in the next room. I why mean, not? Whatever, I don't dude. I, like, yeah, what I, don't like, I don't I agree not- with that. I want to ask you, like, with your relationship, right? The two years that you had with that girl, if a man approached her, like, say at a party, would you just like watch and see if she would have like stepped out? Oh, or yeah. Would you- I mean, yeah, I've got a I've got a different philosophy with it. You know, like I mean if 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 a guy is disrespectful in front of me, then that's different. But to you, if yeah. A, but if a guy's just hitting on a girl that you're with She's got to handle that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, exactly. cause if you have, like a, hot, that, if you have a hot girl, ah, like that, well, here's the thing. If you have a hot girl, like 
she has to police her own shit because like guys are going to hit on her regardless. For like sure. I don't care if you're like publicly married, guys are going to try and hit on a hot girl, right? So if she's not capable of like policing her shit. You got to find a new girl, exactly. right? Because like, no, what, okay. what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to be like the guy that runs around like beating up every guy that hits on your and girl? And you got to yeah. step off. If you have a hot girl, yes. you can't be too on her because she's going to get fucking well, annoyed with that. Well, in that situation, that. if she were to step out, let her do Then you got cheap information. You know what I mean? Well, that's great. You that's know what great. I did? She, awesome. fooled, she fooled around a little bit and I found out I had, I, I 10X'd her. I fucking went harder. I had... So, so he got back with her. I, I had a porn star over. You call her. you call your plugs at the government when your girl fucking fucks around if you. Yeah, well, so there, there's there's two ways. Bob to deal has the it. Secretary so, like, of Defense's number and he calls her when he thinks his girl's cheating on him. Real real shit. Like so he actually you, does man. this. If you find out need a location, I need a. If you find out that your girl's cheating on you, you can do one of two things. You could do like the typical like blow up on her and go crazy. Or you could just fuck a bunch of girls. That's what I do. That's what I do. Until you get caught. And when you get I, caught, I just, like, I just you text know, her. I let her know, though. I let her know. I let her know that I'm fucking. I would just else cut her right off, after. bro. Just take well, that no, as I a would just tell you. Yeah, like North Korea launching just, missiles. Just USA will come back 10 times harder. We get the bad end of the stick here. We get a lot of shit. Guys, girls are fucking nasty. Listen, there are, there's some good ones out there for sure. But thinking, guys that, thinking that women are, way, are, are much better than guys, yes. I think it's wrong, okay. dude. I think women do way more fucked up shit. Yes, like, like man, they just get trifling. away with it. I actually, the you know, guys get caught because yes. we're just like kind of dumb. We wear it on our sleeves and whatever. <laughs> Women are sneaky, sneaky as a motherfucker. Yes, yeah, but yes. that's why you gotta have. Yeah. That's why you gotta have people the trees then. You gotta no, have people. But the guys, I, I always do for top shit as well because you guys are always texting people. I was seeing photos and coming. Oh, she's so hot. She's so this. I've never done that. Don't ever oh, come put me on. on a spot like that. I'm Wait, not putting you on a spot. I'm saying guys in general. Hey, have you ever gone to the point though of like having more fucked up shit than girls? In my opinion. Okay. Just saying. Okay. I, mean, I, I I don't know about that. But look, look, let me say. I feel like, like I, I don't understand your right situation. Now. I don't get the gay community, so I think and I don't know if that it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't think it's applicable. I, don't I mean, well, guys, well, guys just act fucking wild, you know, but in a different way, right? So, yeah. women are like a, a, they're just like, like I said, way sneakier, and they're smarter about it, and they've also been dealing with it since, like, dude, since the girl's been twelve, she's been getting hit on, right? Like twelve, fourteen, like. You know, they grow up and they get access. Like women could be on private jets at like 19 now. Yes. As a guy, like we're I'm, not doing that shit, right? So like- man, That's amazing. That's true. Yeah, so like if you're a hot, right now, like being you, a hot girl is literally like the Look same as being a famous guy. Like they have yeah. the doors open. They have all these opportunities. Especially in like LA and shit. Yeah, 100%. In my, in my situation, I have a girl and I want to be wanted. You know what I mean? I don't want to ever feel as if I'm like, yo, I got to <laughs> fucking get her. You know what I mean? You know what I'm I, to, I feel like that's. I don't know if you have no, the same. I, like, I, I mean, I'm with you. Like you know what I mean. I, like, I don't want to fuck a girl. If I don't feel like she wants I don't, to. Fuck I don't. Me. I personally don't like when I always have to initiate. You know what I mean. She I want a girl. I, well, sex or whatever. You know what I mean. I, I personally want a girl to grab. I would love for a girl to grab my cock. You know what I mean. Out of the blue, but like, it's the same situation. Like feeling like you're simping for a woman. You know what I mean. And then she goes out and steps out on you, and then you forgive her. You know what I mean? It's like you're kind of giving her so. You know what I mean? It's like, like the X-rated version of the well, view right now. She's gonna lose respect for you. It's, oh, you're, you've already lost her respect both ways. You've the already fact lost. That I tried to cut this interview off 40 <laughs> minutes ago. It's just gold. <laughs> you've already lost the respect. I mean, like <laughs> we went off the script here. And well, how are we going to transition to Bryce and Duchambeau next what, the was question? There, was there a script? <laughs> no, there wasn't. No, there never is. To oh, finalize man. that, I think we have a great talk today. We did. 
So that's why you you can find out the conversation, Bobby. Don't no, cut I know. It off, I'm, I'm severely off. not worried about my girl right now in LA. So I gotta, yeah, go text her. By the way, if you try and not like, trying to put her on the bus, her, and, not, you try, no. and you try and make sure that she's not fucking around, you will increase the chances that she does. Fuck no, no, <laughs> no, no, If she's no, gonna no, cheat, no, if no. she's gonna cheat, she's no, gonna cheat. Bro. So it's true. not like I'm like, but I do it in the right way. Like she knows it's when like she fucked me over. I fired ten times Okay, it's like if I told you, don't think about elephants. The fuck are you thinking about? Right now, elephants. (laughs) Right? Like, so I'm just saying, like, if you keep telling a girl, like, don't cheat on me, you're like subconsciously encouraging her to cheat on her. I do cheat do on that. You, you say only, don't cheat on me? I, no, I don't say don't, guys. Give me a fucking break. He only call her 10,000 times a day on FaceTime. That's Listen, because, nothing. Because I Keep believe the break. That I've been through the ringer. I've been through every girl. I've been girls who are like, I dated that were like literally low-key hookers. I've dealt with girls that have cheated on me. Girls, girls I cheated on early on and whatnot. Women are women. I'm at the point now where I'm just openly honest. And I say, look, I don't have time for any of this shit. If you're going to do anything and you're going to fuck around me, just tell me. And the first time it took, you know, I'm not going to get into it on this thing. Get this into thing, it. This, I, I keep forgetting how many fucking people are watching this shit right now. I keep forgetting that. Well, I so. think it's a great conversation to have. Yeah. Well, I think let it Bryce, out, Bob. I think let it out. I feel, like you have, I, feel like you have, I feel like you have more girl problems than you should. Like, you're a good-looking guy. You're well-known. Like, you've got money. Like, you should not have girl problems. No, I but because like. I'm looking because I, I believe in the better people. I believe that I can change somebody. I really do. I believe that That's I can. That's your first fucking mistake. I know. I know. But I believe that, like. People can change, but you're not going to be the catalyst. Like, they're going to change because they want to change, about, not because you try and change them. Talk about Josh Gordon. Bob, you got to trust yourself. Wow, man. Stop doubting that's, what you that's, do. That's and great. And let the girl be with you. All that's right. it. All great, right. man. All right. Well, Don't be wow. calling a girl 10,000 times on FaceTime the whole day she has a life too right okay, i no, have not talked to her i have not talked to her gabe I, doesn't really pull no fucking thanks. relationship what train. do you mean you don't pull well but uh, one day i will yeah, gabe, i know you pull so hookers, man yeah, i mean no, 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 right, no, dan I, I know this has gone a little spiral out of control here but we Talking appreciate your time fucking hookers <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I enjoyed this, this do you uh do you get the tour they walk you around? You didn't walk me around. We had to just walk ourselves around. Let's go do a tour for the Nauk yeah, channel. Do a, yeah, do a, do a walk tour. around. Let's, uh, before we sign off here, comment. You know, we're having a little, we're still on the Bob-Gabe debate. If you guys, if you don't know Dan, they're trying to kick Bob off the podcast. Oh, really? Because they think like that. Fucking he keeps doing yeah, that. Yeah, Look yeah, at him. Do you want to endorse Bob at all of this? Do you before? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I haven't watched all the interviews, so I can't really comment, but I think it's kind of funny. So you guys are doing it like like a TV show where like somebody gets voted off the island. Is no, we're not. It's just something not really. just fucking happened out of nowhere. What are you it's saying? just it's just to the point now where like the Dan, fans are gonna you, fucking Dan, Dan, who got you in this room today? Yeah, I mean, you know, you reached out for sure. No, no, but no, is no, it no, a combo out, of the full really, send numbers too, no, or is it's not, numbers didn't matter? It was don't really... play the relationship card, you know? We know what you're selling. You're selling the full send, the numbers, the fucking... Dan, Dan, I think it's a good, healthy Dan balance. Dan and I have always been communicating with each other. He's a great guy, and I think that Dan stepped up to us a favor. And that's why uh, I want to sell this fucking book up the wazoo for Dan. A, because it's a great read. And B, because book. Dan is the fucking man. Yeah, we'll put the link in the description. Make sure you guys check it out. I think you'll like it. I mean, honestly, dude, I put two years in that yeah, motherfucker. Dan, I fucking swear to God, I fucking read this thing on the plane in five hours. And the reason why I was able to read it so easily. I got to get a copy. Quick chapters. Got yeah, where you. can you get the copies at? I got some upstairs for you. Okay, yeah, you go to Ignite, Ignite.com. Yep, so Ignite.com. But um, comment, Ignite. guys, comment yep. right now. Comment. We're going to be reading them. Bob. I will. Bob or Gabe, both. Fuck. I'm what do you guys think? We need to know. We need to make a decision here. 
Yeah, you know? comment. Let's do it. Comment the bottom, guys. So it's either Bob or Kenny On this one, I got to give it to Bob. I mean, he was like, he read the book. He's talking about cats. I don't know. I mean, I feel like this one, you may have fucked up on some other ones, but I feel like you did a decent job on this one. Thank you. And by the way, there's no editing this out. We are going to do a story this here. You know, I got to call a spade a spade. I think Bob did a good job. Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure in anything we can do. And uh, by the way, these Ignite vape sticks, uh, some of the best I've ever smoked in my life. My so, man. Just we'll say Murphy that. Well, we have a merch drop. Oh, yeah. We also got a merch drop this Monday, October this Monday. 4th, 830 p.m. Eastern, fullsend.com. Go to the go to the site. Check out the entire collection and uh, be ready for the drop. And new yep. episodes every Wednesday. And commercial sciences is any of our IGs. Commercial sciences, we're going to be sending box of clothes the whole week. Let's go.